Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, Hallie Kearns is back to talk to us once again. It's a great conversation about some of her recent music, the way her music has evolved over the past year, and her upcoming EP. Hope you guys enjoy this one. It was a really great conversation. Talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, Hallie, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing great. What have you been up to lately? Um. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I can't even tell you what year it is right now. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah, all runs together at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's October. Goodness. Crazy. The year's gone already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So now you have this whole big team around you, too, huh? I do. I um I signed a management deal, so that's been amazing. Um, so helpful, and I just I wouldn't have jumped on board if I didn't love the people the way I do, and they're just so incredible all the way through. Um, so professional, and they're just like family to me. So it's it's been a really cool dynamic and a really good shift in my career. Was it hard for you to sort of pull back and not try to do everything yourself anymore? Um, it's not that it's hard. It's that I'm just not used to it. So I have definitely asked Pete is my, my main manager and, um, I've had to ask him to remind me to like, let go of some of that when it comes down to it. Cause I just am not used to, to asking for help. And it's cool that I have people around me now that are offering. So what would you say has been the biggest adjustment for you with this new situation going on? Um, I would just say probably what we were talking about. Like, I think just having more people on board who are able to help is a, is a totally new situation in my career, but, um, it's been a huge blessing for sure. So, um, you've released a few new songs since the last time we spoke. I kind of want to get the stories behind those songs and how those songs came together. If that's good with you. I would love that. Okay. So I guess plans would be the first one. So. Let's start with that one. Oh my gosh, we haven't talked since Plans. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, plans was such a fun release. That song is my show opener at my live shows. Um, it's just such a feel-good um, kind of retro vibe. I absolutely love it. I love performing it. I love singing it. Um, so that one was so much fun. And then we rolled into Nothing Left, which... Between plans and nothing left, I feel like I experienced so much life change and career change and um, just a totally different trajectory of what I'm going for within my my artistic vision, if you will. That's such a dramatic way to put that. But that sounded so dramatic once it came out of my mouth. But um, no, truly, I, I really just had like a, a massive heart shift and... Um, decided to start getting a lot more honest with what I'm saying and and writing and putting out. So I have a whole project I'm working towards right now, and we'll get into that later. But this was the first single that I feel like I really showed a part of my heart that isn't typically on display. Um, Finally, it was such a good introduction into who I am and along with plans too. It was such a good encapsulation of just like overview of in like my, what my heart looks like like but nothing left was like the the next level to that and i think it it got a little more um real serious yeah 
So how did you sort of get comfortable to that place where you were willing to show more of yourself? You know, it's funny. I actually released the demo of Nothing Left on TikTok. I was in California visiting my mom and I was just like kind of bored um, while she was working. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll throw up a TikTok of this demo. I just wrote it the other day and I was so in love with the song, but I genuinely thought it was too personal of a song for people to relate to. I thought it was too niche to um, my own experience. And I put it up on TikTok and it it exploded. Um, people were all over it. I've never felt connection with my fans like I did through that song before. So that's when I realized like, oh, people really are wanting this authenticity and they're wanting the real, the real stories. And um, it kind of just changed my mind on what I am able to release. I did air quotes if you're just listening to this. But um, like, I think a lot of people in Nashville and myself included kind of under this assumption that you have to release what the fans are looking for. And I think you come up with this, this outline of what they want and you try to like kind of fit into it um, within your own lane, obviously. But I think I was doing that for a moment and especially in my writing, not as much in my releases, but in my writing, especially I was like, okay, well, what is a good, like, what's a good song for just like driving down the road in the summertime and you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, I love that stuff. And that is part of me, but that's not me 24 seven. So how can I get, um, more of my heart out there. And this song really did that. So, um, that was a really special one and it's still special. And I still get messages about it every single day. And then we rolled into happy in the bar, which just came out. Um, and same kind of thing where, you know, this song was written with two of my friends in town, Sammy Ariaga and Sam Martinez. And they both understand what that pressure of just, you know, always having to be on for everyone and always having to be happy and put together and just the yes girl or, or the yes guy. Um, and so that song was written from a super honest place too, of the intro into the struggle of, you know, maybe I don't want to be this person all the time. I don't want to be the girl who's always smiling and always has to have a brave face on. Like sometimes I just want to chill at home and not have to perform for everyone. It's funny how the most personal songs end up being the most relatable at the end of the day. It's crazy how that works. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. I think that the song, my songs like Plans and Whatever You Do and those kinds of songs are so fun and so important because I don't think everyone needs to be serious all the time and you know really digging in all the time. But um, I think those are, they serve a purpose, but also the more, the more tender ones do too. So before Nothing Left blew up on TikTok, were you planning on releasing it or were you just throwing it up to see what happened? Honestly, my thought process was, you know, maybe one day eventually, like whenever I'm more established in my my artistry or I can kind of do like this as a, I don't know. I hadn't thought too much about it. I, again, I just thought it was too specific of a song for people to relate to. So I put it up there just kind of being like, well, maybe some people will get something out of this and it just changed my mind completely. And once I saw people loved it, like I did, and I'm like, oh, cool. So I can actually talk about these things and they're important to me and they excite me. So it really did change the trajectory of my career. So was the song done at that point or was it just the demo at that point too? No, that was just the demo. So <laughs> once it had its little TikTok moment, I was like, oh was crap. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, my, my response wasn't, oh my gosh, I have to get in the studio. I just thought, oh, how cool. They like this song. 
And then, you know, a couple weeks went by and people were still messaging me like, when is this coming out? I need the rest of the song. And I was like, oh, wait, I think I need to release this. <laughs> so then started the whole process. I actually went like a month and a half before from when the first video blew up to releasing it. It was about a month and a half. Um, so there's a long turnover process, but my, my people were patient, which meant the world. <laughs> There, that there were people bugging you every day for it, though. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so did that sort of like change your mind on TikTok as a whole when that happened? Yes. Um. <laughs> so if I remember from last time, you said yeah. it was a necessary evil, I believe is what you called it. That is, yeah, I didn't know I said that, but I will stand by that statement because <laughs> I... Yeah, it's such a it's such a battle. I'm trying to just get over it and keep doing it. I understand the power of it. Um, I've seen what it can do to a song and what it can do to um, just an artist. So I I do understand the importance of it. I'm trying to grasp it a little more. But yes, I do I do stand by that. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, another project coming up. What could you tell us about that? Yeah, um, I don't have dates yet, but. I am nothing left and happy in this bar where the first two singles off of my sophomore EP, which is so exciting. Um, so I'll have that second one out very soon. And this song or this uh, project is just really kind of what I was talking about. Like finally is a good intro into what you're getting from me as an artist. But I think this one is just going to take it a step further and really um, help you get to know me as a person more so than, um, what I'm like stylistically and, you know, sonically, it's going to be a lot more of my, my heart and my thoughts and my, um, yeah, just what I'm the way I think. So did you always know that these songs would come together for a project or was that later on you figured that these songs go together? I really didn't. Um, initially I wrote one song and I'm not going to give away the title quite yet, but I wrote one song and I knew I was like, that is going to be the title track of, of my next project. And I'm not positive which songs fit into this yet, but I know the concept and I know that I I want this to be really, really special. And so, and then it just got down to me. I kind of did this whole project backwards where I was like, okay, I know I want these types of songs to say these certain things. And I wrote backwards from there. Um, so it was a, it was a different way to come across a project, but I'm really excited about it. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be really special. Was it a tough project for you to put together or did it all sort of flow for you? <laughs> um, it's kind of a loaded question just because I I kind of put it this way um, the other day. I think this year has – it's been so remarkable in so many ways and I think it's also come with a lot of growing pains just because a lot of things have happened super, super quickly and so I've definitely kind of been like tripping over myself and trying to figure out, you know, like the best things yeah. and the best people to – put in place where and um it's all happening at a very fast pace but it's yeah. been i can't complain about any of that because it's just been so incredible and so fun more than anything so yeah. um yeah it wasn't it's not always been easy but definitely um i enjoy the navigating part of it did you ever expect to be where you are so quickly or did you expect it to take more time I definitely expected it to take more time. I understand like the the rare situation I'm in with how quickly some of these things have clicked for me. And I'm so, so, so thankful. And I don't take it for granted at all. Um, I definitely am 
appreciative of the way it's all happened. And I'm just trying to do my best to, to um, enjoy it while it's here and just not expect anything in the future other than just to keep creating the way I create. So of all those crazy moments that you've been able to experience in the past year, is there one or two that stick out as sort of the top of the top of the mountain for you? That's a great question. Um, you know, I think this, this may sound like a, a weird answer, but I really do. There are obviously milestones and things I've hit that have been really awesome and fun to celebrate, but I think more than anything, just the process of, of this whole industry and never knowing what the next day holds and not having any clue what, you know, the next month, year, 10 years of your life is going to look like is so thrilling to me. And it's just been so fun to get to sit back and kind of let, let it all happen. Um, so yes, there are moments I can mention of like, you know, the highway was really cool and I got played on like local radio station or play my hometown, like big festival management deal. Like there've been cool things that have happened and are so worth celebrating and so important. But um, I genuinely just love the everyday process and the little things in between. You like the uncertainty of everything? I do. I, do. <laughs> I actually do. Um, sometimes I think the people around me would be like, no, you don't. Because I think sometimes it is overwhelming. But at the end of the day, like I wouldn't be doing anything else in the world. Like I love what I do. So how do you feel that you, you alluded to this earlier, but how do you feel that you've grown as an artist over the, the past year? Oh my gosh. Um, every single way imaginable. <laughs> I, like I, am, I was like a baptism by fire this year. Um, again, my first release ever was July of 2020 and it's just now October of 2021. So it's been a little over a year. And since releasing my first song, I mean, just from the production standpoint, from the release, I'm, I had to learn how, what a release even looks like. And then critiquing that over each one, um, I've learned so much in like the distribution world, management, um, vocally, just performance-wise. Like, there's been so much. Um, I had my first full band performance. Like I hadn't done that until now. I played out for four years, but it was also acoustic. So it's just, I mean, every single way you can you can picture it's been... It's been a change and a growth for sure. Do you feel like you've gone into a place now where you're, where you could say basically that I know what I'm doing now or no, 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 no. absolutely. No. And I think if anyone tells you, they know exactly what they're doing, they're lying to you because it's like you can become um, knowledgeable in certain areas, I think for sure. But at the end of the day, like this is a creative industry, so there's no structure to it. And it's all just, kind of throwing stuff at a wall and see what sticks. Like you are just, you are just creating to the best of your ability and, and hopefully having fun with it. Um, but no, there's never any figuring it out. And I think that's why I'll be in this industry for a long time because I like that you can't, there's not like an end to it. There's not a, like sure there are milestones and that kind of thing, but there's no finish line. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not like the exact path that you have to follow either. It's oh, no, you yeah. Get to create it yourself. It's very fun. You kind of have to embrace the uncertainty because if you didn't, you'd be going nuts all the time. Yes. If you are super structured and want like a nine to five moment, it's just not going to be, it's not going to be this. That's for sure. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. And not even as like the artist, but you know, when it comes to management and 
Um, obviously there are boundaries you can set and that kind of thing for yourself. But my, my people, I mean, if I know that if I need them at 11 PM on a Tuesday night, for whatever reason, like they'll pick up and, and it's not, obviously we're all respectful of each other's time and that kind of thing, but, um, it's not a typical like nine to five in that sense, even outside of the, the artistry realm, just cause it's, it's a weird industry and weird hours, you know? <laughs> So um, on the other hand, what would you say has been the, the biggest challenge that the past year has brought for you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, probably the mindset shift um, that I'm explaining of just making sure and getting back to why I'm releasing music and why I'm pursuing this so hard and never getting lost in the numbers or in the, those milestones, um, making sure I'm doing things because of the love of music and songwriting and connection with other people and not as much about, um, the accolades and the numbers and the trophies and that kind of thing, making sure it's just staying grounded in that sense. It's been like a, you know, it's, it's an everyday thing, just making sure your head's on straight and your focus is in the right place because it's easy to get swept up in that kind of got to remind yourself yeah what you're doing here yeah do you feel that you got away from that for a while or um i wouldn't say completely but i think it just like anyone else i can definitely get caught up in the comparison game i can get um and not even to other people necessarily but to myself you know like oh well this song did this and this song did this like okay good this song's better because of that and it's like it's all subjective. It's music. It, some people will love one song more than the next, even if it hasn't streamed as much. Or, you know, um, if this song got this trophy and this one didn't, it doesn't make it a bad song. It's And it's just not getting in your head in that way. Um, I'm pretty decent at not comparing myself to other artists around me because I understand everyone's on their own path. But I can definitely get critical of myself and compare myself yeah. to what I've done in the past. So trying to be really intentional about that and not getting caught up in that mindset. So what have you done to sort of avoid doing that? <clears throat> Definitely my faith is such a big part of my life. It is it is grounded me in so many ways, and I feel like I really, really came back to it um, earlier this year um, and discovered that relationship in a whole new way, and I'm super open about it and everything and never want to start preaching or anything. But that's um, I think that's been my biggest grounding point this year has just – remembering why I'm doing this and um, I feel super purposeful in where I am right now and, and maintaining that as the perspective and not trying to um, control it so much and make it self-motivated. Cause that's whenever I can get lost in it. Yeah. 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 That's very, I also important. have great people around me, which is super important. I have the best team. I have the best friends. So having those people and my family's obviously you've heard me rave about them so many times. <laughs> I have, I have a lot of really good people around me who, uh, can always help me out if I'm in a weird mental spot. So um, what's next for you now? I'm just going to keep doing it, my guy. I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) Nothing uh, else to do. Just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, some tour dates with Seaforth coming up in November, which I'm stoked on. Um, I am in the studio currently. I've been writing a bunch. There's just a lot of fun things coming up. So currently shooting a music video so there's just a lot of fun things on the horizon yeah and hopefully you figure out what day it is (laughs) yeah 
yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I'll let you know if I ever get a calendar or anything. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for taking the time again for this. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I always love talking to oh, you. You too. Uh, have a great day. You too. Hey, y'all, thank you guys so, so much again for tuning in. Hope you guys really liked it. If you liked what you heard, be sure to go check out all of Hallie's music wherever you listen to your music and to follow her on social media. If you liked what you heard from the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. We really, really appreciate that. And talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much.